Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hello, listeners. We're here to talk about Minute 97, in which the police really might be just in another floor on this building. But I'd like to start, because we're in our last week, with Entertainment Weekly, 12th December 2008. Ross Morin, then an assistant professor at St. Cloud State University, says of The Room, It is one of the most important films of the past decade. It exposes the fabricated nature of Hollywood. The Room is the citizen cane of bad movies. Uh, I was just going to say, is that where the, that quote came from? Yes. Ah, I've heard it that was, everywhere. Everyone got that line from him saying it to Entertainment Weekly in uh, 2008. Oh, hi, Robert. Oh, hi, Luke. On his website, he says, It's an invaluable teaching tool. I use The Room to teach screenwriting, cinematography, blocking, sound design, and, of course, feminist film theory. So it's a big, like, don't do guy. Yes. Oh, hi, Johan. Hey, how's it going? Good. He tells Corey Heppola at KORE 11, 5th January 2018, it is a sexist film, it is a terribly written film, it is a terribly directed film, and all the choices that are made, they're not really even just bad or terrible, they're like, wrong. And it serves as an incredible teaching tool for those reasons. I mean, he's not wrong. (laughs) Hi, Alan. Oh, hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not wrong. In either of those things. I mean, it's, it's, I I think it poses fabricated nature of Hollywood is slightly misleading in some people's context because a lot of people think of it as that, like, he made it to be bad. Mm -hmm. And this isn't one of those movies. I don't think so. He spent six million on it. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I feel feel like the neighbors Uh, was made it to be bad and we can see. No, the neighbors was just, he didn't have an actual crew. So he made all the decisions. That's what the room would look like if he directed it. Oof. Oh, so uh, we're on the Sandy Sinclair canon, are we? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. He's kind of a dick in the way he writes, but everything he describes seems kind of accurate as to how the film turned into what it is. Yeah, I couldn't watch more than an episode and a half of The Neighbors. I've got the DVD. I've, uh... I I didn't even <laughs> get past an episode. I think I went made it to the end of the episode just to make it through the end of the episode that yeah. I was done. It's those in-between scene transitions of, like, the CGI dinosaur is there for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know what it is. Oh, it's, um... yeah, it's a... It's a sitcom <laughs> version of what this is. Oh. Huh. Except it's not funny. I'll avoid it. That was, that was, like, part of the problem was when I was watching it, I didn't know what it was supposed to be. Mm. Was it supposed to be a comedy? Was it supposed to be, like... The Neighbors or The Room? The Neighbors. <laughs> Well, well, let's go with both. I didn't know if the room was supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> I expect No, but the neighbors was, I don't know. I guess that is Tommy un, Unchained or yeah. like Unleashed. Yeah. But then he had like a multiple episode deal, which I guess is, I don't know why someone would green like that. I, but. I, depending on the timing, and I'd have to check again, it may be right when the room became popular or something. Yeah, that would make sense. I've always wondered why Tommy hasn't been invited or hasn't accepted so many like drop-on roles in sitcoms. Yeah. I agree, but perhaps he's just really rich he didn't and care. doesn't really care. Yeah. I, I have a feeling he's very difficult to work yeah. with. Yeah. And egocentric. He didn't want to be involved in something he wasn't producing. Mm. The only thing I know of that he is in he didn't control is 
I mean, arguably the disaster artist, but he's in like a few scenes of Samurai Cop 2. Yeah, I was going to bring that but up. I haven't seen it, but... I... That was probably the reason he didn't do anything else. Mm. Is That sucks. Yeah. Maybe you noticed. <laughs> they're, they're, like, it, it had to have gotten around like how he acts on like on set and everything that just... It's yeah. not worth it to... For just like one episode type thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Maybe he had some and he let, he walked off set. Yeah. And so it didn't work out or they fired. I don't know. He's not going to tell those stories. According to the Sazster artist, he couldn't really keep his own schedule, which would mm. be a huge yeah. thing yeah. if you want to try and get him involved. Now, minute 97 is the end of the movie proper. Tragic. We get a few shots. Denny sobbing. <laughs> we get... Lisa looking over at Mark, and Mark is probably on his knees for this shot because those stairs don't go anywhere. Then they return to Denny. We get. So police are on the way already. And Johnny in a cruciform pose. Did anyone call? I wondered. No one from called? here, no. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it's could the, hear it was a the sound of the gunshot that was... Oh, yeah. True. But then the thing is, they're supposed to be in a flat, yeah. which th- it doesn't look like an apartment or flats to me because of the, no. the staircase and things. No. So... Uh, I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> they live above the police department. What? <laughs> that's that's a working theory. Well, we got to remember Mark's an undercover cop, yeah. according to Greg. So you know he he has his he has his contacts. Yeah. So he, this apartment's just up on the roof. <laughs> this scene, rather than being just a bad scene, is like a bad scene from a good movie. Like uh, th- this is one of the scenes where if you saw this out of context with no knowledge of the room, yeah, it's not necessarily a bad scene. Right. Like, no. This is they're fine. doing. They can do crying. Yeah, and Tommy's actually really good at not breathing maybe tommy is vampire (laughs) also maybe johnny is vampire maybe that's why he actually wanted to do what he wanted to do by saying he's a vampire it was going to be his big public confession i was i was proud of adding that in my in my notes maybe tommy is vampire i i smiled at myself writing that i was like yeah and now i've overdone it by explaining how proud i was and yeah i'll cut out you explaining it and just insert. but also you definitely yeah he'll he'll cut it out it's fine I know this. <laughs> <laughs> the only part I will cut is me saying I will cut it. We hear voices. A woman says, what's happening? A man says, is everything okay? She says, I heard a shot. And I think a different man says, somebody fired a gun. I smell smoke. What? I'm not sure how he smells smoke from that. <laughs> so there might also be a fire. You Wait, no. You wouldn't smell <laughs> smoke. You smell like I love the sulfur. concept that they're, just, they're all just actually talking about yeah, something completely geez. different. <laughs> yeah. The building's actually also on fire. That's why the fire trucks show up and say, please. What? Yeah, and the woman says, what's going on? The man says something I couldn't understand. And the woman says, call 911. <laughs> Is everyone okay? We can already hear sirens. Eh, it's and California. Saying, the sirens could be from another, for another thing. <laughs> They're for the fire next door. Yeah. 
The siren, by the way, at the end is definitely a fire truck. <laughs> it is not a police car. Uh. You, you British folks might not notice because mm. you're sound different. Yeah. But it's a fire truck. And then we also hear an ambulance, possibly. Police should be... A, if, if someone was shot, we would get police first. And then if they were alive, we'd get a fire truck and ambulance. Yeah. So yeah, these sirens are all wrong. That, that's all from minute 97 actually so what really matters is what are your thoughts on the whole film you only the whole film okay yeah cool would i watch it again no absolutely not. <laughs> that, that's what plans have been spoiled but uh, one thing i did do is i li- looked on letterbox mm-hmm. and they're mainly five stars and i was just looking at them and i was like what are you thinking i'm one of those five stars <laughs> like I, am i missing am i i did see yours i saw yours too and i was looking at it and i was like am i am i watching this film wrong that depends what did you know about it before you watched it <laughs> absolutely nothing okay then they you were looking at it all wrong I say, I, yeah. all i said is as okay, soon as we okay. started it i said okay. this will either be the best or worst film viewing experience you've ever had yeah yeah no it was it was fun it was you fun. could have worse i think yeah, if you're 100%. reading it or if you're watching it as a educational tool mm-hmm. it ranks higher Yes. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Everything not to do. Well, and I think even in the, sh- the sh- not to toot my own horn in some part, but on this show, we've taken the movie seriously quite often mm, yeah. and talked about like the filmmaking choices, the writing choices, the acting choices. But yeah, if you expected a regular movie, <laughs> you might not have, but that's not always. <laughs> yeah. If you went into this as a regular film and expecting that, yeah, it's you. It's not going to be no. five out of five by any means. Absolutely not. I think it gets credits for just being so bad. It's fun. Yes. And I, I enjoyed that. Or you can make fun of it. If you just sit and watch it. Yeah. Someone said it in a previous episode. If you did didn't go to that midnight screening or sit on the couch or whatever you do to watch it mm-hmm. and you just watch it by yourself it's kind of boring i've seen films that are really boring and way worse than this even though they are classed as better films yeah, yeah this is one of the only bad movies that so, doesn't you know, like, lag in the middle like it is consistently humorously bad yeah it does pretty well with that although it does have some mm-hmm. pointless things in the middle once you watch the whole movie <laughs> as they're happening they're not boring when I, when i watched the room the first time i couldn't take it but then when I watched it with riff tracks and then really started paying attention to stuff that I shouldn't be paying attention to, mm, yeah. then it got better. The first real thing I saw with it was Cinema Sins. I think it was in 2013. Yeah, oh, I watched and that. And then some other YouTube video had like the worst scenes from. And I watched both of those things before I watched the movie. So I knew what I was going for. I saw clips and I saw The Disaster Artist before seeing The Room mm. because it's very hard to come by The Room legally in the UK. Like, you know, it's, it cost me £30 to import the DVD. Ooh. So, like, I wasn't going to do that for any old film. And I'm glad I did. I've still got my framed signed photo of Tommy Wiseau <laughs> on my desk facing me right now. <laughs> Where did you get it? Just from the, I think it was Tommy's website or The Room website. It was one or the other. Yeah. One of them worked okay. and the other one doesn't. Where is he from? That's the big Where question. is he from? <laughs> yeah, where is he from? Because his accent changes yes. like, like loads. <laughs> Born, I believe, in Poland. Did he confirm Poland? Yeah. But yeah. he was mostly oh, okay. lived in France. And then when he came to America, he was in New Orleans and then moved to San Francisco. Now he lives. But he only like, claimed New Orleans for years. Yeah, for a long but time he just said he was I, from New Orleans. I have a Polish friend, and she's like, she speaks nothing. Like, I mean, obviously she is a female, but <laughs> nothing. That it's not the same accent. No. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have put Polish. So. That's interesting. It feels like the American accent or some of the other accents are forced Mm. without Mm. losing the original accent. Mm. I think that's why it sounds so bad. Mm. It's pretty common also with like, well, I'm just going to say it because it's true. It's like Filipinos. I'm from the Philippines. When you have Mm. a relative who still has a heavy Filipino accent, but he tries to speak American, it comes off as this like god awful forced English 
And I think that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. And it was kind of what you've joked about before yeah. on the show, Robert, about the fact that he never uses the phrase fiance, where it's like he's just trying to hide the fact yeah. that he had any French origin. That he knows words that aren't English, yeah. Yeah, it's strange. And there's so many things like that with The Room, which is why it needs rewatch, that you don't kind of realize so many times just these little tiny things, like how many times he says future wife, or how many times Johnny's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Are, are all the actors from America, or are they all foreign? No, they were all cast in LA other than uh, Greg. So why can't they <laughs> say normal sentences? Sometimes that's a really good question. <laughs> well, the if you're talking like the word choice, it's because Tommy wouldn't let them stray from the scripted line. The, s- the script. Oh, and if they ever did, he got mad. Okay. As for the way they talk, I think it's because this is actors coming to, I mean, who came to an audition for what was then called The Neighbors, which went on to be the other show. I don't want to find the original ad for like the casting mm. for this because maybe it was such a... That'd be interesting. felt like such a low-budget, nothing picture that people didn't show up. And so you're not getting the cream of the crop of Hollywood here. No, there, there are a few good... I mean, people do well with what they're given. Mm. Carolyn Minot, Claudette, is great. No emotion, though. <laughs> no. Well, she's done. <laughs> Notes from a midnight screening. Notes from a midnight screening. There are only two for this minute. The movie's kind of ending. Someone says, who called the police when we hear the sirens? And as I already commented on the siren, someone at the end says, why are the fire department here? (laughs) Because that is a fire truck siren at the end. Would they come after the smoke of a gun, though? Bring the, I mean, police first, surely. I don't no. think so. Well, if someone smelled smoke, that's what I'm saying. There's also a fire. See, that's the real ending of this film is Johnny shoots himself, but everyone else dies because the building's on fire. Oh, everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, but there's also no way that a gun could make that much smoke no. that yeah, someone exactly. in a room I assume below. Tommy has never fired a gun, so he didn't know. Yeah. He just seen in movies that smoke comes out. But he has a gun, though, so... It's an airsoft. <laughs> why, does, why did he have a gun? <laughs> it's an airsoft. Yeah, it's an airsoft gun. Oh. It's just a British thing for us. Yeah. That it always just feels out of place as to why do these characters have a gun. Oh, because he's an American. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that in a kind of weird prejudiced way, but there have been a few <laughs> films which I've watched where it's kind of yeah. been like, oh, he has a gun? Okay. And then I just have to forget, oh, hang on. Yeah, gun laws are quite different. Also, I, I don't think this makes any sense, but I always assumed that he kept, for some reason, the gun that Chris R. had. Because, hmm. I mean, it's literally the same prop, yeah. but I always assumed that's why that scene happens in the movie. I was trying to make sense of it. And there's no reason for the Chris R. scene to happen, except so we know there's a gun somewhere. If there was a way that we saw that exchange happen, that would be the perfect use of Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Like, if we saw him go put the gun in that box. Yeah. So then when we see him upstairs, we know he he's going to get- He was so close to actually abiding by good filmmaking stories telling laws uh-huh and just skims by a little bit which is so much better than ignoring it entirely but i also think that was me making sense of it and i don't think that's the point yeah but him holding on to that gun is also just a crime <laughs> well, like, that's because they yeah. didn't call the police they they stashed him in denny's basement yeah see we're going callbacks all but, around yeah here. you can't use a weapon that's used in a crime yeah. and just hold on to it till when you need yeah. it <laughs> i think the best part was the build-up though of him throwing everything off the shelves oh yeah throwing everything around pulling drawers out how yeah. intense was that Very. that was so intense he went oh. full tommy was so on <laughs> so powerful well, that's the thing in The Disaster Artist when yeah, he did it on Cicero stage. met him yeah. was that he was an intense actor. Everything's intense for him. That's why even when nothing's happening in this movie, it's something bad. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of thought for that. <laughs> oh. 
So in the meantime, Johan, where can people hear more from you? Um, I don't think any right now. I'm kind of... You have existing shows out there. Though. Yeah. Well, there's ID for a minute. That one's been yeah. done for quite a bit. But if you guys want to check the backlog on it, ID for a minute. And I was also on Roughneck Minute, which was about Starship Troopers. And six previous weeks <laughs> of this show. Yeah. Luke, how about you? Two minutes about time and Christmas, actually. And please be seated. Never plug that. Twitter, Llama underscore Bottle Zero. Instagram, The Ginger Luke. Facebook, Luke Allen Film. All podcasts, radio appearances, newspaper articles, short films are all at LukeAllen.co.uk. Ellen. Oh, okay. The only one I have to plug, so that's great. The Love Rosie Pod. Yeah. Facebook, what is that? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Twitter. Love <laughs> Rosie Pod. Yeah. And maybe Facebook. So it's nothing wrong when people make fun of the project. In this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening. And remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. Leave us! Cut.